Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossat, managing editor of Fightful.com and FightfulWrestling.com. It is February 26th. It is time for the WWE Raw post show here at Fightful.com. Of course, check out Fightful.com and FightfulWrestling.com for all your wrestling news. We also have lots of MMA coverage, lots of boxing coverage. But if you don't like one of the three or any certain amount of them, you can always divide them up. You can go to FightfulWrestling.com, bookmark that, and you get all our stuff. From exclusives to podcasts to photos, videos, I do that Fightful Wrestling Weekly where I kind of warned you all that some Brock Lesnar fudgery may be afoot. But uh, make sure you all also check out LivingSharp.com, our great sponsor. If you have uh, trouble coming up with a gift idea, head over to Living Sharp. Even if if you just want to get an early start on like birthdays, Christmas, anything like that, LivingSharp.com will have something that you have never seen before and would uh, fit pretty well as a gift. And they have things in all price ranges. Head over to LivingSharp.com. I'm joined by Alex Palowski, who was also with me last night for WWE Elimination Chamber. I thought the show was good. We have our full review up, Fightful.com, FightfulPods.com. But here we are, 24 hours removed from that and uh, leaving the first Raw with Ronda Rousey. What were your your impressions of this, this Raw as it's really, this is the home stretch kind of, for WrestleMania on the Raw brand. Yeah, um, a lot of storylines beginning to take shape, uh, programs beginning to become evident, uh, some for better, some for worse, some for what the... And um, we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see where things go. But, uh, but I, 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 as we'll see in the last um, segment of the night, uh, I, I, will, I, I will never not be in awe of WWE's ability to like be telling a story and be telling a story and then take two steps back and then continue to tell the story uh, in, a, in a different direction. It's really interesting. Uh, I, I it's, 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 it's a, it's a fun thing to cover. I'll say that. We certainly will uh, guys, my show notes and my match ratings will be up in the morning uh, on pay-per-view nights. I released them the night of, but go ahead, check those out. See what kind of guides this podcast we started off with Asuka, <laughs> Bailey, and Sasha Banks against Alexa, Nia, and Mickey James. Alexa comes out and runs down her promo, runs down her opponents from Elimination Chamber, and what I thought was a really awesome promo. She's joined by Mickey James. Oh boy. Okay, so in previous weeks, Mickey James has known what the deal was. She yep. knows that she's being used. She's been turned on by this woman before, and. When Mickey James is out there, 
you know, she doesn't have the flaps on, so maybe maybe that's the attitude change. But she's like when when Alexa's clowning people, you don't see a lot of like you don't see a lot of nods or any like real acknowledgement from Mickey. So I'm like, okay, maybe Mickey's not down with some of this. But then, <laughs> then Oscar comes out without any pomp and circumstance to a very big pop, and Alexa makes fun of her English. Got some really good heat for that. Uh, and I mean, you kind of almost you almost had to address it because it was such a glaring part of, of that episode of Raw. Nia Jax runs out. Oscar briefly fights her off, but then Mickey James gets in on the action too. So there's no mistaking. Mickey James is all in on this Alexa Bliss partnership. Did that bug you as much as it bugged me? Uh probably bugged me more. How do you know? I've not even spoken on how much it bugged me. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm just well, saying. I'll tell you how you know because she wasn't wearing flappy pants. That's the only yeah. way it could have been worse yeah. for me. Yeah. Uh, this this was ridiculous. This was them. This was them uh, flipping Alicia Fox back and forth from face to heel whenever they need somebody to be in a six woman tag. They did that for a year. Like was like is Alicia Fox like crazy funny or crazy weird? And we'll just yeah. figure out what that is, and we'll do it from week to week. It was different. Now, Mickey James apparently has no character motivation, which to me was interesting from like as a standpoint, like as an actress, as a, as a performer. If the director tells you to do something that you know goes against your character's motivations, maybe you don't commit to it as much. Yeah. Like kind of, I kind of subconsciously to say, this is, this is BS. My character wouldn't do this. So maybe they told Mickey, like, oh, you're with Alexa now. And Alexa and Mickey's like, but I haven't been for weeks. That's the whole story. And this is, this is a big reason her. why I have, like, you and Jeff and Anna who have acting experience and stage experience and comedy experience and all this stuff. I mean, none of you can act the way that I do or none right. of you are funny as me, no. as we found out by my pen to tweet today, yes. by the way. We'll talk about that in a bit because everybody's asking me about it, but. When you're in that role, is it not your job? And this is uh, sorry if I'm like basically asking for a confirmation, but it's my assumption, having no acting experience, that I mean, it almost is your responsibility to know your motivation and to know your character and to kind of turn into that character and even give some feedback. Well, yeah, I, I'm assuming like it, it, when you when you're working with a director and we're saying, "Hey, do this," and you say, "Okay." I'll, I'll try it and we'll see how it goes. And then you do it bad. So they think, well, no, we won't do that. That didn't work. You know what I mean? Cause they had an idea and they thought they were really smart and you were like, no, my character wouldn't do that. So you kind of sabotage it to get them to go back on their idea. But <laughs> I don't think I've ever had a, a director as tyrannical as Vincent Kennedy McMahon, who would fire me on the spot. If I told him, no, my character wouldn't do that. So I don't I don't know what Mickey James, but it did seem to me like she wasn't really down with this whole ridiculous new thing for her character. But hey, but here's the thing: they needed a sixth woman for their six woman tag. Yeah, Mickey might next week go back on this whole thing and say, "Alexa, I don't even know what I was thinking last week. That was stupid." Who knows? Because the motivations, unless you're in the absolute top level of a women's pro uh a women's division you, you you waffle back and forth because you know hey women right they change their mind all the time am i right guys is is how they seem to be written some of the time and it's stupid and pro wrestlers especially in this live scenario don't have the benefit of that oh a take for you and a take for me type of thing when they disagree with the character yeah no this this didn't make a lot of sense to me, uh, especially because she wasn't really vocal and like she didn't come out and say why now. I mean, I guess the whole thing was she was in there, according to Alexa last night, Alexa from Absolution, but she was eliminated before Alexa ever got in the match. So we never got to see whether or not they were actually on the same page. Yeah. So maybe that's a saving grace, but conspicuous in their absence tonight, I thought were Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose. Um, they just weren't on the show at all. Yeah, conspicuous by their absence tonight were Paige's hands. That's true. That have yep. talk shit, get bit written yep. on them. Now she wears gloves, so. Yeah. <laughs> no, and like what, she, is she going to take them off? She doesn't need to. 
Well, nope. she might never wrestle again. Whatever. Uh, still, maybe ill-advised if you want to keep that. Possibly. Keep Possibly, yeah. Yeah. You're going to wear gloves on commentary if they put you there? <laughs> but you would, Alex. We know I you would. would. I would. I would. We've had a nice warm snap here in Milwaukee. It's like your hands must be freezing right now. No, no, no they're, they're fine now. No, no. Yeah. Oh, man. So um, Sasha and Bailey run out and make the save here, and this turns into a damn six-woman tag team match. The 10th in the last three months on WWE programming. And I had somebody say, well, most of them are on SmackDown. I mean, I guess like maybe five or six of the ten were, but there's still been a lot on WWE TV. I thought there was some solid work. Nia Jax just ran over Sasha Banks outside. And I wanted to say, everybody in this match, in storyline, is a dumbass Mm -hmm. going into this. Now, by the end, it wasn't. But Nia Jax has turned on Alexa Bliss, who has turned on Mickie James, who has shown her unwillingness to go along with what Alexa Bliss is doing. Then on the other side, you had Bailey, who's been turned on by Sasha a million times. That sounded bad. But anyway, uh, Bailey dropped to the floor on a tag attempt from Sasha. Sasha gives Asuka the tag, and Bailey came in and helped Asuka, but yeah. would not help Sasha. Uh, I thought the commentary bringing up Sasha turning on Bailey was was a good idea. Don't disrespect our intelligence more than you have to with this Oscar situation. But Oscar gets the tag, runs wild. Oscar submits uh, Mickey. Graves' reaction to <laughs> Bailey dropping down from the tag, he was mm-hmm. so happy. Yeah, um, uh, he happier than me. Um, uh, so leave it to WWE to to finally have Bailey stick up for herself. Uh, against Sasha's, be- there was a great moment where they were going to commercial and they focused in on ba- on Sasha beating down on the outside, and you could hear some dude in the front row go, "Why are you such a bad friend?" And that's what I've been wanting people. I want Bailey to be screaming to uh, to Sasha for many many months now. So Bailey finally sticks up for herself by refusing a tag, like in a completely inconsequential, meaningless six woman tag match. When she could have stuck up for herself on a major stage last night at Elimination Chamber and actually had it mean something and have stakes and, and push the storyline forward. We didn't we didn't get a backstage segment after this. We have no idea what that even means, although and somebody's like, Well, she got right back into the match, somebody tells me on Twitter. Well, yeah, she didn't turn on Asuka. Yeah. She, on <laughs> Sasha. she didn't she's not a heel now. She just doesn't like Sasha anymore which to me is a major storyline development, but they just stuck it in the middle of this inconsequential meaningless six-woman tag. I wanted it to be a major development, and it and hasn't been yet. Had a lot of people asking, well, why? when did Asuka make her decision? Did I miss that? No, this is the part of the year where WWE acts like we're supposed to respect their commentators that are forced to act like they don't remember. Yep. Like, like, like I said before, if it were up to Graves... And Coachman and Cole, they'd be they bring this up. Who's Oscar going to pick? But they're they're told, no, don't don't do it, don't address it. Okay, that's weird. Sure, man, whatever. I like the match though. The match was very very good, uh, well executed. A lot of good work there. John Cena comes out, preaches about his failures, and then challenges the Undertaker to a match at WrestleMania. Kind of because this swerve and swing from the crowd was great. <laughs> he built it up and he said, that's why I'm going to challenge The Undertaker at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, and that match won't happen. <laughs> I yeah. bet it. He sold me a ticket. Yeah, of course. Uh, well, this is the deal. Um, uh, every way, it's, it, this is at least smart of WWE. If the match can't happen, to address the fact that we all think it's going to, um, and we know none of us buy that John Cena, like he's like, I don't make the matches since when John, you show up at either SmackDown or Raw and say, I want a shot at the title. And they give it to you because you're John well, it's Cena. either brand that he wants. Right. Exactly. Whatever he, wherever he shows up, free agent, John Cena. Uh, we, we know that you can get whatever you want. So that's why this is all kind of disingenuous. 
So to to have him go up, but he sold me this the, the promo made sense if you don't take into into context the fact that it's John Cena talking. Um, but I, yeah, he absolutely sold me. The crowd went nuts for the for uh, Cena Undertaker match. He the way he sold it like thirty nine WrestleManias between us, we've never stood toe to toe at a WrestleMania until now. Like that line right there, that sold me on it. Like that's. They've been in more WrestleManias than there have been WrestleManias. That's that's pretty cool. I, I like that a lot. But then he's like, that match can't happen. I've been told it's impossible. <laughs> You've been told by whom? By, by Undertaker? Undertaker say, John, listen, I can't. My hips. Like, I mean, is that what he said? Because that's fine. But uh, I don't think anybody told you it's impossible. Um, and anyway, with this, if this was what we think it's going to be, that he winds up going to SmackDown tomorrow and finds some way to like bribe Shane and letting him make it a six-way dance at Fastlane, or he challenges Shinsuke at yeah, Fastlane was, for his. I would expect Nakamura. If if that's the thing, but we know none of that's happening to me. I feel like, and eventually it'll get around to like Undertaker showing up and say, "I accept," and that's it. Well, I think they're trying to beef up Fastlane, and they're they're putting Cena on SmackDown tomorrow night. Thank God, I, I, you know I didn't. I don't know how often I'll be like, "Thank God, John Cena's on SmackDown." But um, given the way that things have been lately, thank God John Cena's on SmackDown tomorrow. Loved the promo; I thought it was awesome. I thought he did a great job. Had the crowd in the palm of his hands. Uh, there, the there first, were peaks, peaks and valleys, all kinds of uh, an emotional roller coaster. Was this promo the first of three, maybe even three and a half great promos tonight on mm-hmm. Raw? Bray Wyatt versus Heath Slater doesn't happen. Wyatt attacks Rhino and then runs over Slater hard. And the way that Heath Slater sold this was great because he spun around and then continued to like roll around and spin a little bit on the ground. It was great. Delete chants ring out. Wyatt pretends to dance with Slater (laughs) before hitting Sister Abigail. That was a nice touch. That was the way he used to hit it in NXT. He used to get him up in the corner and then dance them out of it like he was some weird – it worked with the character. And then they said, okay, no, let's let's have you do the other thing. But if, if, if this is a way for them to get back to what Bray Wyatt used to be, fine. But this whole thing, um, A, it made me um, reminisce about how uh, awesome Slater and Rhino were when they were in their run as tag champs on SD Live – and the whole trailer park stuff, and I got kids, and they were amazing, and they got themselves over, and they were hugely over, and now the two of them got their butts kicked by the guy who can't win matches. And I felt like that, it just felt like a thousand years ago, where we were thinking, man, SmackDown, that's the A show, because they even made Slater and Rhino into a major deal, and now it's like SmackDown's just dreck. Anyway, um, also, uh, Matt Hardy wasn't on the show tonight. He was... At, at home tweeting about it and he said i will i will gladly face you again bray wyatt but it's going to be on my battlefield that's what matt hardy tweeted and i hope that means what i think it means they, they've been pushing very very hard i can say that i've been told that by other wrestlers i've been told that by backstage employees that bray wyatt and matt hardy have been pushing very 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 hard with vince mcmahon in particular to let this go in the direction that they want it to go so Let's hope. I, I just hope that it's with the right type of production. Oh, speaking of, had a couple of text messages today. Did you? In regards to a tweet I made. Did you? Had one WWE wrestler that said, <laughs> let me see. <laughs> he said, I would retweet your tweet if it wouldn't get me pull, pulled uh, from the show tomorrow. So you can guess who that is. Obviously, they're on SmackDown Live, but yeah, yeah, go check that out, guys. Uh, it was kind of my response, my snarky little response to Corey Graves saying that everybody that fancies themselves as a wrestling journalist wants to work for WWE. And um, as I've said before, I am sure that Corey Graves makes significantly more than I do, but I'm sure that he makes significantly less than it would take for me to move to Connecticut. Mm-hmm. can't imagine can't imagine wanting to live there what do we got next 
Seth Rollins defeated The Miz. This was a good match. The Miz went 45 minutes between promos and matches here. Like, he he was this Raw's Iron Man. Now, before this, I thought this was a little bit of a bait and switch. Because before the commercial, they said, The Miz is going to find out who his Intercontinental Championship opponent will be at WrestleMania. And no, he didn't. Nope, he did not. And the only reason I'm pissy is because I had an article queued up. <laughs> I was trying to fill in the blanks, my man. <laughs> and I didn't get to do it. So I've got that template hot and ready. Yeah. How long has the Miz been Intercontinental Champion? How many reigns does he have? When is WrestleMania? That's ready, guys. You'll see it. <laughs> um, I thought it would have been hilarious if the Miz found out Braun Strowman was his WrestleMania opponent and then spent the next six weeks trying to lose the Intercontinental title so he didn't have to face Braun. Yeah. Like, like I am a fighting champion. And Bo, I will fight you. And then he lays down. <laughs> and it's six weeks of those guys trying not to be intercontinental. You're playing <laughs> hot potato, losing the title among the three of them for six it's like, weeks. The Miz is trying to convince them to win it. It's prestigious. I brought prestige back to it. Don't you want to have this? That's the uh, only situation where I'd be like happy with somebody like, here, take my title. Because yeah. Braun fits that so much. But... We got Seth Rollins. This is a well-worked match. It took up some good time. Uh, Rollins has just been the MVP of WWE over the past eight, seven, eight days. His sling blade's kind of funny to watch because he barely touches a person's chin, but there's so much motion there that it it looks kind of cool. And it's just impressive to see where The Miz is, Alex, compared to a few years ago. He was wrestling a main event, and not the good main event, like the show main event. Yep. Yeah. So um, what he's what he's become is just incredible. He is the glue. Yeah. No. This the, the, the promo was was so fire. Like he comes out there and he does the thing where when the Miz takes off his sunglasses and goes all bug eyed at the camera, you know something's up. Like this, the, I love that all of his promos have a little bit of shootiness to them. Like go up to the merch stand and find my merch. I dare you. Like I went, I went to WWE.com. He's not lying. He's got one shirt. He's got one shirt that comes in like three different, like a youth, a women's, and a men's. He's got another shirt that is just like they call it a vintage, which means we printed too many of these. We've got a few sizes left. He got nothing else. Nothing. He's the intercontinental. He's the longest reigning intercontinental champion of all time. He's got nothing, which to me is ridiculous. I'd wear. Well, not shirt. yet. He's not. Well, well. He, he will be by the time it's all said and done. Yes, he will. He, he's, he's got a lot more years left. Which, by a long shot. So, so this, is, this is the kind of thing that, that he's, not, he's not telling lies. Um, and I love the idea, like, I'm your Intercontinental Champion. I'm going to be wrestling in WrestleMania. Tell me who I'm wrestling, Kurt. You know, like, that, that makes perfect sense. And, of course, then you have a guy out here spitting truths and I you get me on his side, and he's the heel. And then the, the baby face GM says, Well, I'll show you who you're gonna face. You're gonna face these two guys, and maybe after you face these two guys back to back, maybe I'll tell you which one of them you're gonna face at WrestleMania. Aren't I a great baby face GM? And it makes me just go, God, you guys don't know what you're doing. You're making me root for the Miz, and I shouldn't be rooting for the Miz. It's- Love the man's work. He 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 does make it hard to boo him sometimes, and I mean the crowd even reacts accordingly. Uh, the superplex in the Falcon Arrow is one of my favorite spots in WWE right now. Rollins slipped a little bit there. I love that Rollins' dive was able to take out three people on one spot, and then he does a frog splash all the way across the goddamn ring. Alex, yeah, no, I didn't was... think he was going to make it, and he barely did. He barely <laughs> did. His knees hit first. Um, I'll, but... I'll allow it. I will allow it, considering the eight days this dude has had. Yes. Like, like you need a spa day, Seth. Just take some time for you, because that this has been nuts, everything that he's done. Um, yeah, that, that spot, the frog splash, you know, I mean, he's been finishing matches now with, uh, with the stomp, which is what they're calling uh, the old curb stomp. Uh, and he's got that ripcord knee thing, and now he's got this, you know, three quarters the revolution knee now. And I'm like, God damn, man, the revolution knee. Uh, okay, fine. I guess the guy that he spins around technically revolves, so it's a revolution. Um, but hey, I'm all for this 
secondary finisher. So, of, some say that he started the knee revolution. It's possible. Uh, some say some say it's him. Some say it's Paige. Some say it's Emma. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I was going to say that uh, if if uh, this three quarters of the way across the ring frog splash becomes a secondary finisher that he pulls out what he needs to. I'm all for that too. It's I love it. 20 goddamn finishers. No, no. I am all yeah. He's got the knees, got the frog splash now, he's got the curb stomp, he had the pedigree, he I, had the I I actually in that match with Cena last week, the knee into a kick to the gut, into the stomp is a fantastic like setup to get to where you need to be to win the match. I think that's a really cool way of doing it. Um, well, I think moves like this have to finish people sometimes. Yeah, that, that Falcon Arrow's got to finish somebody sometime. Yeah, made my life when Sami Zayn pinned somebody with a blue thunder bomb last I month. Che- I cheered so loud I woke my daughter when Sami Zayn hit that blue thunder bomb. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Baron Corbin's got to beat like nine straight people with that deep six he does because it's an awesome looking move. It really is. So, man, I just you know I'm I'm a Falcon Arrow advocate. Yeah. Oh, of course. Finn Balor comes out and interrupts and has a match. And, like, Miz has this match scheduled with Finn Balor immediately after because Kurt Angle has, for some reason, allowed it because he's, I don't know, in storyline, a dick, I guess. Yeah. But <laughs> Balor gets attacked by the Miz Taraj. The Good Brothers make the save. And uh, Angle orders everybody out. Yep. And... The Miz, he tells the Miz that if there's no winner, then he won't face anybody at WrestleMania. It's like, well, hot dog, man. And Graves appropriately calls Miz out and says, "Well, why the hell doesn't he just take a count out? Yeah. Why? Why didn't he? Well, well, because because, um, because it's it's more important to represent the company at WrestleMania than it is to keep your title." Like, which doesn't make a lot of sense. I mean, it, it does make sense for a babyface champ, but the Miz is the ultimate, you know, chicken shit heel. He's the guy who should be like, "Sweet, I get to keep my title for much, much longer. Excellent, bye." But no, I guess that's all, because they're not allowed to say that WrestleMania payday is really important to me. They're not allowed to say that. Like, that's what it actually is, but they're not allowed to say that. So I, I don't understand this whole thing of like. I got to have my moment, man. Without my moment, my life is just, it's nothing. Uh, it's a weird thing. But um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So this is another fine match. Uh, I, I want to say Balor has made an effort to really change up his in-ring work since last summer. I consistently enjoy Finn Balor's in-ring work now. And I've enjoyed more matches of his in the past six seven months than i did his entire wwe run up until that point because like i said before that it was it was kick kick stomp drop kick over and over and over again he's really switched up a little bit i i'm not going to pretend i understand that running drop kick to the outside but whatever and when he did do some kicks tonight he stole daniel bryan and the miz's kicks Mm -hmm. that was a nice touch alex no this is great no finn's uh, finn's on fire now you can tell he really enjoys uh, you know, teaming, you know, being being around the Good Brothers and allowing it to be that part of the thing. Um, I think I think that um, you know, uh, Miz versus Finn with the Miz and the Good Brothers at ringside is ready made for a WrestleMania type thing. But uh, I think to me, it's rather obvious that they're moving toward a Rollins versus Finn versus Miz match at Mania. Yeah. That would be good. Which would be great. And and here's the thing that somebody tweeted. I can't remember who it is. I'm really sorry, but I retweeted this. And I said, book this match yesterday. An Iron Man triple threat match. They'll never do it. They'll never do it. But these, these but but Finn proved Finn's got an amazing stamina. Rollins last week and Miz tonight proved they can go the distance. So that'd be really cool. And the whole thing is I love I've never seen, I don't I have no idea how many of there have been in, in the in 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. History, but a triple threat Iron Man match to me has all kinds of possibilities of well, breaking up other dudes' pinfalls so nobody gets another pin. Like that's Well, really let me cool. just bring this up, Alex. The Miz, like I said, went... 45 minutes, multiple matches tonight in Iron Man. He lost them both. Seth Rollins did the 65 minutes last week. Finn Balor lasted 57 minutes in the Royal Rumble this year. Yeah. He was the yeah. Iron Man in the Royal Rumble this year. They could easily make that as, as part of their, uh, you know. It'd be interesting. Yeah. One, I don't think they'd do it at WrestleMania, but that would be a good one to touch on. But, I mean, if they're doing co-branded pay-per-views, when will you ever have time for that again? You wouldn't. Who knows? You wouldn't. Either way, I think that it's going to be uh, a fun match. Rollins was not impressed backstage after Balor won. And understandably so. Don't blame him. Oh, this Roman Reigns promo. Lots to touch on here. Yeah. Roman Reigns comes out and says that he's not going to cover uh, for Lesnar. Lesnar is not in Las Vegas. And Lesnar was supposed to be there tonight. Uh, if you all read my Fightful Wrestling Weekly, it drops Fridays. Early in the morning, got about a thousand words worth of scoops in there. I mentioned that a pretty solid source, I couldn't verify it with the second person, so I didn't run with it. That's a that's a, a kind of a rule that I have. It's a basic rule of journalism, but I spoke to a very reliable source who told me that Brock not only was trying to leverage his WWE deal against UFC, but he, he told Vince that he was out for SummerSlam even though that technically he's supposed to be contracted through SummerSlam because WWE froze his contract in 2016 when he took the UFC deal. Now, the irony of that is he wasn't scheduled to do anything for WWE during that time, but they said, if we're going to let you do this, freezing your deal. He said, okay, and then situations arise. He did not come to Anaheim tonight. He was in Las Vegas yesterday. As you can see on social media, he was with Dana White of the UFC, and a lot of people were saying, maybe it's an old picture. It was not an old picture. It was a new picture. He was in Las Vegas. He was set to go to Anaheim. Don't know what happened yet. Working real hard to find it out. Um, hoping I'll have something on tomorrow night's post-Smackdown show. Definitely will for the listen, you boy. Uh, but Roman Reigns and his sentiments were echoed, and you know there was some sense of, Truth rooted in that, Alex, and that's what made the promo so damn good. Um, yeah, this is um, this is the Roman Reigns that I'm I can get behind. This guy, this guy and who stab in the back, right? Because you no, no, that's the thing is that I I want to like the guy because he turns in really good matches. 
I just don't like the way that it, like there's no there's no way to beat the guy kind of a thing. I don't like that. But what from bell to bell, like without the booking crap, I think he does really great stuff. And I feel like there's a chance that there was that thing, you know, after he beat Taker last year and he came out and just let the booze rain down him for 10 minutes or however long it was. And then this is my yard now. Like that was great. This was even better because it felt like all like you know there's a whole bunch of dudes in the back who who shoot absolutely feel that way about Brock Lesnar. Like this guy just hide behind his contract. He shows up whenever he feels like it. We're out there busting our asses all the time. Dean Ambrose has to be out for months because of his elbow. He hadn't like had a day off in a year or more. Like these guys, they they're out there all the time. Everything that that Roman Reigns said is objectively true. Now, like, you could say, well, that's Brock's contract. I'm like, yeah, I agree. That is Brock's sure. contract. They signed him to that contract. But I guarantee you there's a lot of people out there, maybe Roman and well, Cody. You know what? You know what else's contract was? Showing up to Raw tonight. That's true. His contract was showing up to a Raw last year that he walked out of. Yes. The His contract thing. was show up at <laughs> WrestleMania. And it's hard for me to say that he showed up to WrestleMania in that match against Dean Ambrose yeah. as Dean Ambrose – very publicly stated on the Steve Austin show. Brock Lesnar gets this WrestleMania. It's like senioritis, but for wrestlers. He gets yeah. he gets mania-itis where like, okay, 2004, he's not motivated, tough shit, yeah. whatever. Uh, the, the Dean Ambrose thing, he just doesn't show up and he just doesn't do the job. You can't blame the Undertaker concussion on him, but I mean, Undertaker got concussed in that match. Yeah. That sucks. Not uh, you can hardly blame Lesnar for that. Uh, a few years ago, before the match with Reigns, he was, "Oh, am I am I in WWE or am I going to UFC? Which am I gonna do? You won't yep. know." And here we are again, like the fourth or fifth time this has happened. Uh, the thing I loved about this promo is that it did feel like this was Reigns shooting from the heart, whether or not how much how much of it was a work shoot, but. Um, I also love that it was framed as this is going to get me in trouble with you know who, but I'm going to say it anyway because yeah. you guys need to hear it because you need to know how I feel. And then it ends with I'm going to go out in the back and I'm going to get my ass chewed out, whatever. I don't care. It needed to be said. You know, like it's a it's a it's amazing how much uh like the overall impression of Roman Reigns is this entitled guy who's you know who's got um you know vince backing him no matter what or whatever and just the idea that you would say vince is gonna hate that i'm gonna say this even if that's not true at all it it frames it as like hey i'm kind of one of you guys i understand how it works and also i know a bunch of you out there also hate that he's a part-timer and that we've kept our our title on him for a full year and he's wrestled less in less minutes than seth rollins has in the past week over the past year. I know you guys all hate that. I hate it too. That felt like it was like him wanting to be a part of us. It felt inter- it felt authentic, it felt real and it was a very interesting turn. If this becomes like Roman Reigns as the people's champ against the untitled part-timer Brock Lesnar, like this is a guy you can root for in that in that match if the match actually happens. Well, I'll say this was the best step that they had in going that direction. I'm not going to say that that's going to push him over the top and make everybody cheer him, but this series of circumstances is a good one. And, you know, if ultimately it's one big giant work, then, ooh, what a good work that would be. It's a a critical and very good first step into getting him to to be where they need him to be. And and the thing is, the reason why one has to be skeptical of this is because – so often WWE can't think outside of the box in this manner and like, hey, let's send him to Dana White. Let's show everybody he was in Vegas, but not in Anaheim. Right. WWE doesn't ever, I don't want to say ever, doesn't often think outside the box like that. They would rather have the guy show up and do a tug of war with the the Starburst <laughs> Red Championship, Favor Reds Championship. But yeah, I thought that Roman Reigns did awesome. He didn't talk too much. Nope. He wasn't out there for 10 minutes. He did his thing. Raw Tag Team Championship, two out of three falls. Why is this match happening again? Because there is literally no one else for the bar to face. Oh, there will as be. The we'll, we'll talk about that. Oh, shush, shush, shush. There is 
but we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. Sheamus immediately broke kicks Titus for uh, a win. Two out of three falls match. <laughs> Titus gets Sheamus with a horrifying looking dominator. Oh, man. Ah. Oh. Oh, Titus, no. No, Titus. Don't do that. Don't do that. That's not... It's a, No. No. Don't. Don't. Apollo that's a, dives that's out... That's a bad I'm, Titus. That's a bad, bad Titus. I'm shocked that Coachman didn't complain about Apollo's dive onto the bar. The bar retained with their finish. This was just okay. And... It's fine. Oh, my God. This is like the fifth or sixth match between these two in the last month. Yeah. Yeah, this is egregious. Now, I love the promo afterwards where Sheamus and Cesaro said, "We've been through everybody: the Hardys, New Day, uh, Jason Jordan got hurt, Dean Ambrose got hurt. Everybody's hurt. Everybody sucks. This really, really looks like it's leaning towards the direction that we were speculating last night, Alex." Yeah, uh, I, like it was like, and here's the thing: I love the idea. Is like, now here's the deal: They're, we're going to get punished because we're so good. Who's there to punish us? And I'm like, oh, come on, man. Just please do that thing that I said. Because wait, wait, if, we don't, if you didn't watch last night or listen last night, my I, my idea is that the uh, winner of the Dusty Classic in NXT is coming up to face the bar at Mania. Uh, and I think it's going to be the Authors of Pain. Are, are the finals of that at TakeOver? I, I have not heard when the, the actual timeline of that. I just saw yeah. the bracket. AOP um, have been... They have been ready for a while because, as we've learned with people like Alexa Bliss and Braun Strowman, is you don't have to have all the tools these days because back in like uh, 10, 15 years ago, if you didn't, you would get exposed because they would put you with other people who didn't have the tools. Right. These days, they are putting you with people who do have tools that complement the ones that you do or don't have. Right. And the authors of Pain have shown that they are more than able to be carried. To a great match. Yeah. So when you show that you are able to be carried to a great match, that's pretty nice. Especially when one of those teams, or two of those teams, are the Revival and Cesaro and Sheamus. You can you can get to something there. Cesaro and Sheamus versus AOP. That's going to be a banger. Yeah. Oh, literally, these guys are going to bang the hell out of each other, um, uh, sir, sir. You know, with like called for with, with kicks and punches. I mean. Excuse me, sir. <clears throat> Jeez. <laughs> yeah, guys, visit our wonderful sponsors over at livingsharp.com, where if you and your partner bang the hell out of each other, you can get the Love is Art kit, where you can kind of get your freak on and make some paint with it as well. Livingsharp.com. You forced that. Alex, I had to go into a segue there because yeah. that's that's the only way that I could. Hmm. Yeah. Yep. Elias versus Braun Strowman. Elias comes out and takes a shot at Corey Graves, which is kind of appropriate because Graves has been doing it for years. <laughs> and then Michael kind of reiterates it afterwards. What do yeah. you think of that? Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Uh, this match is basically a hope spot for Elias and then Braun stalking him the whole time. Yes. Uh, then Elias extinguishes Braun Strowman. I mean, you got to do what you got to do, right? Yeah, no, this is good. Um, well, no, this is the thing. I'm watching this going, I don't understand what the end game here is. Because, like, Braun, this is the thing that they did. They did the same thing with Survivor Series. They had Braun look as strong as possible in that match then after the match he does the i don't like to be confused beat down of triple h which led to precisely nothing and last night he eliminates all five dudes takes a thousand finishers from them during the course of the match takes two back-to-back spears from roman the most protected move in in sports entertainment and then gets pinned and immediately after being pinned like 30 seconds later, he's up and he's smashing Roman all over the place, throwing him through a pod. And then the next night, I'm going to beat up Elias because, because that's the next step in his storyline progression. Not It's weird. It's not, not going after Roman and saying, like, literally, like, you got lucky last night only because you had the help of five other dudes. Come on, you don't have to. Braun will never say that. All he'll oh. say is, 
I'm, I'm not sure. finished with you. No, and right, there no. you go. That's but I'm saying, but, but I'm saying, like that's the storyline progression. Is yeah. is basically Roman got lucky. That's that's the whole idea. Um, and, and and I honestly thought after the match ended last night, and they way they ended went off went off the air, that they were building towards something where somehow Braun was going to get inserted in that Roman versus Brock match. Now after tonight, it really looks like the direction they have for Braun at Mania. Is versus Elias. I, I don't know. Well, well, there's a lot of time, man. A lot of there time. There's a lot of time, but he, but he chased. He <laughs> Elias got the better of him, hit him with a fire extinguisher. Chase, he got chased all the way out of the loading dock, and Braun screams at him, "I'm not finished with you." Which, at the very least, means there's at least three more matches left. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now, like I said, if they're going this route, I would just assume both of them be in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. And what I would like is for Elias to be hiding behind a sea of people on one end of the ring and for Braun to eliminate every single person until he finally gets his hands on Elias. That has to happen one year at an Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Braun has to eliminate every single person from the match. I guess the thing is, is if they hadn't had Braun just have match after match of fantasticness including a an amazing match versus roman at Fastlane a month before mania and then like he tears down the ring versus which was big show every he had so much momentum going into mania last year and they just put him in the the battle royal which he didn't even win like two years in a row this braun Strowman in the battle royal at mania would be a travesty like, this guy needs a real program going into Mania. This, his last singles win on pay-per-view was in June, I think. Yeah. Well, they, Against... the thing is they always wind up putting him in a match where he can smash as many people as possible. Like, yeah. he doesn't have... I mean, that keeps him over. Destroying stuff and people sure. keeps him over. Sure. So, <laughs> there's a limo pulls up, and this isn't paid off at all. <laughs> never. Never paid off. Nope. Uh, I, I'm a, uh, sure. I guess we're, we're to assume... That that was Stephanie and yeah. and Triple H, but it, we never they're never shown getting out of it. So I guess because Rousey doesn't have any perks. Nope. Uh, you mentioned this on Twitter. Third straight week, no cruiserweights on Raw. One would think that they would want to push this cruiserweight championship tournament on Raw. Maybe have a match from it on Raw, a real barn burner. One would think, but they didn't. That's the lie. Like, here's here's my my thing. They've they've released the brackets. The brackets are at at once. Super exciting and fill me with dread because there's so many of my favorites who face each other along the way. And the brackets don't seem to be even. Like on one side, a a potential third round, like a semifinal match is Cedric Alexander versus Roderick Strong, which to me, like that looks like a final on paper. Um, So to me, like you could easily do this. to, to You could say that match gets a marquee spot on an episode of Raw a week before Mania. Like, that would be a really good way of doing it. Like, get that up there. But these, you should, these guys... You should see this Women of Honor bracket. Like, it's got... It's so funny the way it is. I reviewed several of the matches on Fightful this weekend. So head over to our results section. It's over there. But it's like, good worker, good worker. Oh, shitty worker, but you know they're going to push him. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm like, oh... Uh, there was a really good match between Kelly Klein and Bonesaw Brooks that you all should check out. That one was a good one. I'm excited to see Emma in that as well. Uh, Deanna Perrazzo was awesome. There's some, there's some good good stuff in that Women of Honor tournament. So uh, the good with the bad, but oh well. Main event time, Ronda Rousey, Stephanie McMahon, Triple H. Triple H and Stephanie are out and say that Rousey is WWE's property. Things will go smoother when she learns her role and when Kurt apologizes. Okay, so this made it very clear that Stephanie, who was like, oh, we'll smooth things out last night. No. I mean, you knew knew how it was going to come out. Instead of Kurt, Rhonda comes out, and she makes a beeline for, for the ring, has her hair put up, looks angry, and Kurt Angle stops her. And Kurt Angle says that <laughs> he lied and says that says that things would go a lot better and that he needs this job. That's the best part. I got to be honest with you, Rhonda. I really need this job. 
Like yeah. that was the most honest Kurt Angle's been. It felt like that was He's like, real shit. I just got another kid, so I really <laughs> need this job. He should have said that. Rousey took took the mic, and boy, did she look more comfortable tonight. She sure did. Yeah, that was boy, was, what a difference a night makes. Yeah. Yeah, she looked she looked real good. Like real good. Like better than most of the women on the roster. Oh, yeah. In this promo. I don't know how that's going to – last night, not great. Not great at all. Tonight, outstanding. Who knows what it is in the future, next week and beyond. But tonight, whoo, she looked and sounded the part. I'm told that she was a big hit backstage among wrestlers and that she's getting along swimmingly and that they are taking her very well too. So uh, that, you know – uh, I'll, I'll say this, a far cry from the guy who was targeted in a promo earlier in the evening because, yep. like I said, the Reigns promo rooted in truth. The Rousey thing, at least as, a, as of right now, uh, I'm, I'm told she's well-liked. That's good. Kurt, <laughs> uh, so Rhonda says that she's never been slapped, isn't anybody's property, and won't be disrespected. Kurt said that he lied and that he had pneumonia last week. He goes, I don't even remember what I said. <laughs> Oh, oh god what a goof i believe he had double pneumonia which is just fantastic <laughs> oh it was great rousey says that she'll rip stephanie's arm out of its socket if she doesn't apologize and i love how quickly and genuinely stephanie obliges yep she's like okay let's all put this behind us i am so sorry <laughs> i don't want to die because this is the great thing. This is the swerve that 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 sometimes really works in the opposite direction, where you have you expect the McMahon to be defiant and say, "I don't apologize to anyone." You know, you don't you expect that, but it's so great and works perfectly with with the characters of like I demand an apology, and Stephanie gets right up and on his face and goes, "I am so sorry. I I really should not have slapped you. So um, that was my that was my bad." Uh, I, I I was very cranky. Didn't eat much that today. Like that was that was great. Um, and yet, I will say, it does feel like it's a. It was a like they tried to retcon a lot of stuff that happened last night in the pay per view. Of like, no, no, we're we're cool because because everything Kurt said last night was a lie because he had pneumonia, which makes you lie apparently. Um, uh, <laughs> that was a weird thing to like just say all that stuff didn't matter. Uh, I guess we'll find out next week that Kurt was lying when he said he was lying about saying the things um, because that's what they do. They just like go back on themselves over and over again. But we thought this had all ended perfectly. And because, because Rhonda demanded apology or else I'll rip your arm out of its socket. I will not hesitate to rip your arm out of its socket, which was a good little addition there. And Stephanie apologized and we were all hunky dory. And then for some reason, Paul hits Kurt right in the mush hard and, and leaves like, and it, and it goes, what, why, why would that happen? And it, again, it felt like one of those, one of those WCW entr- exits, like what happened? I guess we'll, we'll, we'll find out next week. We're out of time. Yeah. We drove the limo. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Who's in that limousine? Uh, I, I don't know. It, it's one of those things like, okay, well now it's now, now the storyline isn't about, Rhonda being angry at Stephanie for slapping her. It's a thing between Triple H and Kurt Angle. And then Ronda Rousey's not really the agent of this story right now. I think, as I said, they'll completely go back and do a 180 on it next week. But it, it seemed like they were headed for Rhonda versus Stephanie. Stephanie is disrespecting Rhonda. Rhonda won't take, you know, won't take that. But having as as much as it was funny. Having Stephanie immediately apologize kind of neuters that 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 conflict there, and now now Kurt's angry because Triple H punched him. That's why we're getting this Mania match, maybe. Yeah. Question overall, mark. I thought, overall, I thought there was a lot of good on this show. Didn't mind it at all. Thought it was a pretty good episode overall. Fun, uh, guys. I want to encourage you to head over uh, at FightfulWrestling.com. You'll see an exclusives tab. We have a lot of stuff that you won't get at any other wrestling website. Anna interviewed uh, TMDK after New Japan in Perth. I have a full interview with Rhett Titus talking about the uh, tumultuous situation with Kenny King over the years in Ring of Honor. Pearl Gonzalez says that her wrestling gimmick would be the clam. I think that would be ill-advised. 
UFC fighter, new star Curtis Melender, uh, explains about using Cesaro's entrance taunt as his uh, own in the UFC, and he's a big WWE fan. He wants to avenge CM Punk's loss on behalf of uh, Punk against Mickey Gall. Uh, Anna did a great review of New Japan in Perth. That was awesome. We have contract expirations and an injury report up that no other website has. Uh, I had a story last week where Jinder Mahal had earned the respect of some of his peers uh, after working through his labrum injury through late last year, early this year. I have, uh, from a couple weeks ago, that kind of went under the radar, Muhammad Hassan and the return of Wikipedia Fact Check. That's where I go through a person's Wikipedia page with them and they decipher what's true, what's false. And uh, Muhammad Hassan was kind enough to do that to me. I've spoken to him a few times. Uh, really the only person to do that in the past like decade or so. Lots of cool stuff over in our exclusive section that you will only find at Fightful.com. And of course, we have all of our podcasts post-Smackdown, post-Raw. The list in your boy, Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern. If you are not watching that show on Wednesdays, you're missing out. That is a hoot. A hoot! Also, I want you guys to head over to our friends at uh, Pro Wrestling Unlimited. I'm sure you've seen some of their videos before. They are the biggest and the best in this video spectrum, and they do a lot of live shows too. Usually they go on right as we're going off the air, so you'll get an extra hour or so of, of coverage to listen to. I was on one of their shows last week. We're going to syndicate List and Your Boy on their weekly where you can catch it on our channel or their channel. You'll see them doing a lot of videos for like the Fightful Wrestling Weekly I'll make appearances here and there. They are great people, and I love working with them. Uh, as you all have seen, I've been I've done some uh, news videos myself, and I wanted to work with the best in that spectrum. We're always trying to do things a little bit differently at Fightful and branch out and do different things and new things. I mean, for the love of God, we have Alex writing about fighting bears and stuff. So, yeah, Alex, I cannot tell you how bummed I was that your computer was in the shop yep. the night that Melissa Santos took to Twitter to say that Brian Cage had a, quote, yummy and good-looking penis, end quote. Although I can guarantee you that you were thrilled yeah. that your computer was in the office because you know who's getting that assignment. Yes, yes, I do. Uh, yeah, if 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 I have a word processor handy, <laughs> I will be on the penis beat, so to speak. <laughs> where do i go from here what do i do <laughs> i don't know I guess guys check out my pinned tweet also uh our lead mma writer david tease he covers monday night raw has a uh you caring account his mother's battling cancer kind of wants to live out her remaining years uh, where she's most comfortable if there's any way that you all can give to that i really really encourage it uh david tease is an excellent guy and does a lot of awesome work for us a work ethic second to none. So please, if you're able to head over to uh, his Twitter, it is at fight MMA machine. Uh, and please help out any way that you can. I donated myself and I really encourage you guys to as well. Leave us a thumbs up, subscribe, all that good stuff. But most importantly, I want you guys to head over to pro wrestling slash fightful. There's a sale right now. Use the code all caps new site and you get 20% off. We have a Fightful Mania shirt up there. We have the Ya Boy shirt. We have the classic Fightful. And going away soon, you have opinionated wrongfully. If you want that shirt, it got to get it soon. Use that code, all caps, new site, to get 20% off over at ProWrestlingTees.com slash Fightful. You can follow Alex at Palowski the 4th. And what do you have going on this week, Alex? Uh, I don't know yet. Uh, I'm sure there'll be something wacky and crazy. You gotta wait until somebody does something stupid. Something, something, something crazy, crazy, wacky, stupid. That's or invol- involving a penis, uh, and 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 I'll be there to write about it. Apparently, guys, don't forget to subscribe. Visit our friends over at PWU Pro Wrestling Unlimited. Until next time, guys, we are out. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line 
prop or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.